the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with two powerhouses that love the community and not only say it with their words, but do it with their actions. We have with us Algenita, which is also, she's also known as Nita Owens, and she's been officially serving in the capacity of the Missions Outreach Coordinator at South Bay Community Church in Fremont, California for nearly 10 years, officially accepting the position in 2021. She oversees South Bay's Peace Corps team, managing a 12-month calendar for internal and external projects and initiatives. She mentors those who wish to find their way by a fit, um, by, they're fit by working and, and serving in the capacity of what they are most passionate about. And she holds two UC Berkeley certifications in information systems uh, or information computer systems and project man- program management and serves that serves her well in her role as the missions outreach coordinator and cybersecurity program manager at her in her corporate profession. Um, also, a few other things. Um, she's an excellent cook, which is I've actually been able to I can personally attest to that. She loves to have you at her table. She is passionate about serving others as a missionary and has planned many mission trips abroad through her company, the Missionary Experience, and also for the South Bay Community Church. Welcome to the show, Nita. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. And also with Nita is a good friend, Jerry Lovejoy, who serves as the Office Manager Volunteer Coordinator at Compassion Network. And he started with Compassion Network first as a volunteer in 20, uh, 2011 and now as a full-time employee. Jerry has an uncanny knack for remembering all of the clients' names and giving shout-outs to them as they walk through the door, using his sense of humor to bring much-needed levity during a sometimes heavy season in their lives. 
He's been married to his wife, Karen, since 1989 and has one daughter and three grandchildren and attends Cedars Church in Newark, where he is a musician, a singer and a teacher. Wow. Well, um, thank you for being on the show, Jerry, and for your partnership. Um, Thank you for being here. It's my pleasure. Um, It's nice to be here with you. Appreciate the invite. Absolutely. Well, I wanted to invite both uh, Nita and Jerry onto the show because we've been locking arms and doing some pretty exciting things throughout the Bay Area over the last couple of months. And um, and certainly I, I must just thank straight away uh, South Bay Community Church for the love and support that they've given to us as we've been beautifying our community engagement center. Uh, we uh, you just you've got to see it. If you haven't been by lately, those for the listening audience, if you haven't been by lately, come and see our beautiful paint. Come and see our big screen TV that we're going to be using to teach all our tech classes and actually, we're going to be having a uh, a shorts film screening um, in November, you know, because of the beautification that has been uh, invested by SBCC. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's just come over to you, Nita. I want to hear from you. Um, you know, what's the personal story behind all of this work that you do? Why are you passionate about missions, about caring for people? What's your motivation there? I think as a little kid, as early as about eight or nine years old, I used to organize the neighborhood children into this helping hands club where we would go and cut grass and we'd go to the store for people and so on and so forth. And I've just had a passion for uh, giving, doing. Um, As I got a little older, it kind of became more focused, uh, more in the areas of uh, women, uh, children issues in hunger. And mm. so I, I don't know, as far back as I can remember, I've always had that passion starting that little club called the Helping Hands Club down mm. off 23rd Avenue back in the 1960s. Wow. Helping Hands Club. And yeah. you were eight or nine years old, you say? I was, I was uh, nine years old. Yes. Wow. And this was in Oakland? Yes, in Oakland, I've grown up, even though I'm an implant here from Houston, Texas, but I've been in Oakland um, pretty much all my life. At the age of two, I was imported here. Wow. 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 Yeah. Just like me, I say, you know, I'm from the city. I'm actually originally from Pennsylvania, but I was there since two. So it just feels like home, doesn't it? You know, the Bay Area is where you were raised. So. So there you were in Oakland, seeing that needs, there were things that needed to be met, nine years old. And, you know, where did you get that uh, fortitude to think that you, a child, a nine-year-old, could make a difference? Where where did that come from? Well, I think it was our family structure. Uh, We had a mom and dad that worked. Uh, We had a grandma that lived in the house with us, an uncle, and I had five siblings. And at the early age of eight or nine or so, I kind of took on uh, some of the duties of household stuff. And as I got older uh, in my teens, I really took that on full time. So organizing and planning. um, So you kind of look at it from that perspective as uh, projects. And then I got the, the kids involved, the young brothers involved in a lot of community work. So we do our chores at home and then we would just spread out into the community 
and just do things in general. So I think that whole organizing and planning thing has just been ingrained in me since day one. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. I I love to see when young people feel empowered to give like that. So I'm going to just pull you into this discussion, Jerry. Uh, You know, why, why Compassion Network? Why are you, are you passionate about giving back? I think um, probably um, soon after our family became Christians back in the late seventies, my mother um, started a coffee house in downtown San Jose on second street before San Jose went through its big downtown uh, restoration. Um, And it was not the San Jose we know now um, downtown. Um, And she opened up this coffee house where she would serve unsheltered people all day five days a week, sometimes on Saturday evenings, we would have concerts and stuff there. But, and I would go there during the weekends and I would see my mother um, reaching out to these people and um, uh, just loving on them. And when I started volunteering at Compassion Network back in 2011, I fell in love with the, the low income families that we serve. And I saw their, their needs, their desperate needs. I was not raised like they were. I was, I was raised in a, you know, upper middle-class family, but um, I saw their needs and um, I just developed such a compassion for them and wanted to help them in any way I could. And so um, it, 11 years later, I'm on staff here and we have a full circuit of volunteers and I get to see um, at work every day, here at the office and also out in the field, there's dozens and dozens of volunteers meeting needs every day. And um, I get to see put in action, the passion that I developed because I, what I saw in my mother's heart and in her life. Um, And she was such a role model to me. Oh, wonderful. And I know that your, um, your wife shares in your, your commitment. And, um, and I think that's just wonderful that you guys are, um, doing so much great work. So we're going to actually take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk with the listening audience about just exactly what does Compassion Network do? What does SBCC do? And um, so that they understand, like you guys are, you're really, you're really making a huge impact in the community. Again, thank you so much. We're going to be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Are you struggling to find peace in your life? Feeling anxious or going through a difficult life storm? Scott Dixon, a Christian humanitarian filmmaker and host of the Dove Teachings web series, wants you to know that you are not alone. Go to DoveTeachings.org to see great Dove Teaching lessons, pastor insights, and aspiring testimonies. You can watch the current show and more at DoveTeachings.org. That's D-O-V-E Teachings.org, where you will find peace in your daily life through the teachings of Jesus. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. 
where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Nita Owens and with Jerry Lovejoy. Nita Owens is a missionary, a leader at the South Bay Community Church. And also, um, Jerry Lovejoy is a leader with Compassion Network. And we are just talking about the various ways that both ministries have come together to make a difference in our community. Um, I wanted to start off with you, uh, Nita, and just share a little bit about uh, South Bay Community Church. Why, um, uh, you know, what what is it that South Bay Community Church is doing, both with Love Never Fails and in general? and you know, how does your mission, your values, how do they inform the things that you're working on? Okay, so I'm the missions outreach coordinator. And under that uh, particular um, leadership, I manage what they call the Peace Core Team. In Peace, P-E-A-C-E. And what it stands for, and I'll tell you phonetically what each letter uh, represents, Uh, The P represents preach God's love in words and deeds. The E is empower the economically challenged. The A is advocate for justice. The C is care for the sick. And the E is equip and educate the next generation. And so under each of those letters, there are initiatives um, that or projects that we work uh, as a church uh, to go out and support um, in resources uh, and, you know, actually we, we do projects. So basically what it boils down to, and this is how Love Never Fails um, comes into the picture, your uh, organization falls under the A, Advocate for Justice. Mm-hmm. And Advocate for Justice, uh, you know, we like to uh, serve the people um, that are having challenges, you know, from a from a justice standpoint and, and, and not getting a fair shake. And, you know, instead of just breaking it all the way down uh, into um, how can I put it? You know, just love never fails. Just your mantra for the for the disadvantaged and the women and the people that you're supporting mm-hmm. that are victims. And so we're advocating for justice uh, for love never fails. There's a couple other things that fall under there: uh, our prison ministries um, and uh, our Grenada partnership, which is another uh, initiative. Uh, I'm leaving next Sunday for Grenada with Pastor Tammy. Mm. Uh, we're taking laptops and stuff to the children there, school children, uh, that we came about three years ago before the pandemic and taught some um, some English and some other things there for them. So the Advocate for Justice, you know, is not only local here, Love Never Fails, but it's also international as well. Mm-hmm. And so I do manage the, the, the Peace Corps team. Um, I'm like the overall program manager. Uh, Sam, um, did you have an, you, I think you've met him. Samuel White is actually kind of the project lead for Advocate for Justice. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's he uh, was helping with all the food that was prepared for the Compassion Network 
uh, to get it out and get everything set up. Correct. Yes. That's, yes. He was. Yeah. Yes. He definitely was that. Right. Yeah. And, okay. And our and our church's mantra um, is um, we we it's changing the world, and that's where this Peace Corps team uh, falls under. Uh, we we do local and global outreach, you know, at South Bay Community Church, and we're just passionate about that. Yeah. Wow. Well, you've been a huge blessing to us again. Uh, we, you know, we, we appreciate you so much and um grateful that you've been able to, um, you know, bring other organizations as well into the mix to, you know, to kind of give that full expression of uh, international care and advocacy for the people who need it, um, you know, globally. Uh, it's just so great. Um, so wanted to pull in. Um, you also do a lot in the way of education. Um, uh, you know, South Bay um, does a lot in the way of, of educating, you know, the community about issues, about causes, um, just in general. Um, I'm thinking of some of the initiatives that I um, you know, like have talked to one of your members about sponsoring people to go to, S, you know, HBCUs and to learn more about um, how they can pursue higher education. And I just think that is so marvelous, the work there and also helping people to repair things and little things, just however you can be of support. And it's, it's just a beautiful um, beautiful thing that I've seen from various members there at SBCC. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jerry. Again, you know, thinking about uh, Compassion Network, there's so many things when I was there and I, I, I you know, the meeting that you all had, I guess it was a, a month or two ago um, where we were invited to speak. I learned about giving out diapers to people that need things, uh, giving out Thanksgiving meals that, you know, doing Doing the things that sometimes um, you might think, oh, people have got that covered. No, they don't. They don't have it covered. They don't have diapers. They don't have the simple things that make a huge difference in their daily lives. And so, Jerry, tell us about all the organizations that are involved in Compassion Network. Well, we um, Compassion Network office is actually at the Fremont Family Resource Center complex. And um, most of our referrals are from those agencies and um, people come in here on a day-to-day basis, year in, year out um, with very, very um, diverse needs. Uh, Some of them come from, uh, you know, tragic home lives. Uh, They've experienced trauma. Um, And and what we do is we, they come in with the various needs and we do our very best to match a volunteer or a donor, if it's a donation request with um, those people in needs. And what we do is we encourage the volunteer donor to actually meet the family at their home or in the field somewhere and make a real connection with them that we hope will become ongoing. And um, we were able to do that. We've, um, we were able to, uh, we've, uh, when love never fails was looking for a um, washer and dryer for one of the the women's homes. We were able to find a donor that supplied that with the, that, that, um, and that was a need that was one of the needs that was expressed and we were able to meet that need. But generally what we do on a day-to-day basis is we have low-income families, low-income individuals, homeless individuals, seniors that are in need of something. 
And mm-hmm. we match we match a volunteer with those people. And we've been doing it since 2006. And it's um, something that we are passionate about. It's something that the city has taken notice of and calls upon us as their go-to volunteer agency to um, meet needs in the community. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful um, thing that I love to be part of. Yeah. So people can call in and say that they need X, Y, or Z and just anything. And you've, you have a resource, a list of all these volunteers, individuals and organizations that you can tap, right? To we have, yeah, we work our, our, our initial, our primary volunteer base is from our 50 plus churches. Uh, one of which uh, Nita uh, South Bay is one of our, our network churches. Uh, so that's our primary volunteer base. And we encourage people not to just call in with their needs, but we have the first connection that we make with the family or the individual is here in the compassion network office where they sit down with one of our coordinate, our connection coordinators and the co- connection coordinator asks them very, very, um, pointed questions about, you know, what's happening? What, how did you get to this place? What's the next steps you need to take that, those kind of things. And then they express their needs. And um, in so much as we can meet those needs, um, we don't do it from the office. We call upon our volunteers to meet those needs. And um, as I was saying, day in, day out, there are dozens of people meeting needs in the community. And, um, and thank, we're so thankful to our network of churches that have been so supportive and we get to support them in their endeavors. And that's a very exciting process that's happening. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. So good. Um, so when we kind of, when we come back and we're going to take a quick break, I want to talk about Micah six, eight, right. Which reads, and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justice, to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. And, you know, this notion of, of, of doing justice and loving kindness and walking humbly. Um, I want to just tap in with both of you. Like, what does that mean to you? How does that fold into um, all the work that you're doing? And my hope is that as people are listening, they're thinking, oh, these are some ways that maybe I could, you know, maybe, maybe you're not in Fremont, the Fremont area, but maybe you're somewhere else. And maybe this is something you could implement there. Uh, maybe you are an organization that has a desire to uh, see more advocacy in your in your organization or your church. And you could say, hmm, Nita, what, tell me more about how you're doing what you're doing, because I can tell you the need is great. And the um, certainly I believe this is very important to the Lord so that that we that we do this, that we reach um everyone and make sure that they know that they're loved, they're cared for, they're seen, they're valued. So I, again, thank you again for partnering with me to that end. Let's talk a little bit about Micah 6-8 when we get back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. 
My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Re- Radio. We, again, are in the studio today with Nita Owens, who is the um, leader of the missions. She's a missions outreach coordinator for South Bay Community Church in Fremont. And we also have with us Jerry uh, Lovejoy, who is the office manager, volunteer coordinator at Compassion Network. And we're just talking about how um, both organizations, uh, both, um, or well, organizations in the case of Compassion Network Church, in the case of SBCC, are doing wonderful work in the community and maybe hopefully inspiring you to think about doing some similar things. So what, is, what does this mean to you, Nita? Um, what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, to love kindness, to walk humbly with your God? What it means is, you find a need and fill it. And as you were saying earlier, you know, the, the work is plentiful. And if you have a heart and a passion for helping or making a difference or being the change you want to see in a situation, um, what happens, I guess, um, some people are a little shy about stepping up and stepping into uh, that sort of thing. Um, if, you, if, you, if you look at it from a perspective of um, godliness, you are equipped, you're already equipped and wired, at least from a, a stance of love, to be able to walk into any situation and be the change. Um, some people are not considered or they feel as though they're not leadership roles or whatever, but it's not about leadership. It's really about uh, reaching out and helping one another. Um, in my capacity as a missions outreach coordinator, I'm only as effective and successful as each of my volunteers are. Mm-hmm. And so the thing is, it is a collaborative effort. Um, and once you catch the bug of actually volunteering, it's kind of a euphoria. It, it's something it's kind of, I, I almost want to say it's a sense, it's kind of a chemical sense of, um, of accomplishment. You just feel good about it and you want to do more. Mm-hmm. And that is been my perspective of being able to, see real-time satisfaction, making a difference. Uh, just like when we did the painting at the, the, uh, the center for you guys, the community, the, the, the faces and the, and the smiles and, and, the, and the walls and all of the change that came about 
within those hours and stuff. That was instant gratification. And what that does, though, when you're in that kind of positive environment, uh, others, they catch that feeling as well. And they want to step up, step in, commit to doing more work. And then also what I found, though, when you're actually working and you're doing things from the spiritual sense, a God-given talent, he gives you that boldness just to walk through doors. Um, He gives you that boldness to just say, hey, you know, I can do this or I want to do this or how can I help? And so you also will have the foundation. You also have the support of those that are like minded. So people that uh, are a little shy about stepping into these types of things, I always tell them, no, come on, just be a part of this. You know, I got you, you know, and I'll feed you. You know, that's my mantra, too. So um, it gives you a boldness. You can walk in boldness. Like when I go to different countries and do missionary work, uh, I think I stayed in seven different houses in the 30 days that I was there. Mm. I slept on some floors. Uh, We didn't have electricity, only four hours a day. Uh, There was no running water. We cooked outdoors. You know, those kinds of things. and. You walk into that boldness, but at the end of the day, when you're out in the mission field and you're helping with teaching or you're building a school or you're building a church, you know, you get that satisfaction that you helped someone, you know, and that you made a difference. And it it, it really is kind of uh, infectious. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's funny. A few this morning, I was on a prayer call, and we we'd gone out on a street outreach until midnight um, uh, last night. And um, the three people that came with us, you know, they were on a prayer call with me at nine thirty, and they had been out with me until midnight to do the street outreach, and they were so energized, enthralled, excited. And I'm like, man, we need to go and stay out until midnight more often because everybody is rejuvenated and excited. But it's because you can see the like it's so important if you if you're feeling maybe down and out because you're stuck in the, you know, the the sort of dreary side of giving back, uh, which is paperwork and all the administration, the way to refresh yourself is get out there and see the people who it's, it it means something to, and boy, you will be restored. You'll be, you're, you will be refreshed quickly, quickly, quickly. And so that's, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Jerry, what about you? What are your thoughts on Micah six, eight? Um, that's one of my favorite scriptures. Um, I was thinking about Jesus and the culture in which he lived. Um, he was very counterculture because that society was, um, very Hebrew centric, wealthy power and, and, um, men ruled everything. And that's the count. That's the culture that Jesus entered into. And he affirmed the dignity, the value and the worth of women, of orphans, of widows, of the poor. And and I, I love the story where the disciple says after he spoke to the rich young ruler who left, you know, because Jesus said, give everything and sell it to the poor. And he left. And the disciple said, then who can get saved if these wealthy men can't get saved? Mm. And Jesus, Jesus said, 
real religion is reaching out to the poor and the outcasts and the widows and the orphans. And, and he also said, and leave keep yourself unstained from the world. And so that is what we are trying to do at Compassion Network is affirming the worth and the dignity and the value of every human being. We serve an incredibly diverse, mm. culturally diverse, economically diverse, well, they're low income, but they, but um, the, we, an incredibly diverse population. And we, we long to, to, affirm their dignity and their worth and their value at every turn. And it starts here in the office. It starts on the phone. It starts on the office. And then it continues into the field where our volunteers are serving. Beautiful. You know, one of the things that I love about what you're doing, Jerry, is there's something about this walk humbly piece uh, that, uh, you know, someone comes in, they say they have a need, you meet a need. They say they have a need. It's not super like, um, you know, you've got this master plan that's going out for five years where you know exactly what you're going to be doing tomorrow. No, you have to have the uh, it's really a humble expression of love because you're basically what you're saying is whatever I have in my hand, whatever my network has, I'll, I'll try my best to meet your need. Amen. And, Amen. and it's just being I love it. It's a picture of Jesus being the hands and feet. Um, of the Lord. So amen. Well, we're, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about some of the things that are going on throughout uh, Alameda County. I'm going to, I'm going to share some stats with folks so we can get a real look at the need for everything that you just heard. We'll be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Nita Owens and Jerry Lovejoy and talking about how we can give back, how we can show the community more compassion, how we can be advocates um, for love, for care, and how it improves our mood even. How it, you know, it, it, it has a positive effect on our day. Um, and so I wanted to just highlight a couple of things uh, here and, and just emphasize the importance of this. So there are 200,000 people in Alameda County that are living below the poverty level. 
uh, federal poverty level. The federal poverty level for a family of three is just over $20,000, while the cost of living for that same family of three is $67,000. And that is a, a year. And that is um, considered still lo- a poverty. So there's there's very low income and extremely low, extremely high poverty. There's high poverty and there's poverty. Right. And and so when we think about the Bay Area, sixty seven thousand dollars sounds like a lot of money in other parts of the country. But in the Bay Area for a family of three, uh, that is just, you know, breaking even here. And um, and in some places, like in San Francisco, we're in the six figure range and we're still considered to be an, an impoverished community, if you can believe that. And that has a lot to do with the cost of living, the cost of housing. Um, so much of our county and and Bay Area is living with severe rent burden, which means that you're paying more than 50 percent of uh, your paycheck goes to rent of some sort. And so um, with that in mind, I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about the various people that, um, you know, are being served. I'll, I'll start with you, Jerry, just talking a little bit about Compassion Network. You talked about low income. Um, most of you, the people you serve are low income. And so these are individuals, again, who are making 20000 a year, right? Um, for families of three, uh, potentially. How does someone end up in that situation, Jerry? Well, and then uh, uh, there are multiple factors why people in, an, in a normal time um, get into those. They, they, they become underemployed for various reasons that the company's cutting back. They lose a job because there's sickness or whatever, or any number of things. But that add to that what's been happening for the last three years with COVID and um, people being furloughed and people being laid off for time and, and all this stuff. And then trying to get back into the workforce is very, very difficult. There are a lot of jobs, but many of them in our area, because of the, the affluence, um, many of them require um, a great amount of skill and a great amount of knowledge. And for those who don't have those skills and that knowledge, then there's a training that has to happen. And that takes time and they're not paid for the training. And um, it's there's just a lot of strikes against low income families. Um, and I mean, I when I look at the because the, um, we use the, the stats for the, the low income families when we meet our clients, when you when you look at for a family of we have families that have, are large families, many children um, and a family of six can make in the 90,000s and still be considered in the low income area mm-hmm. to, to me that to me that is incredible um, yeah. anywhere anywhere else in the nation except for you know a, a very affluent uh, uh, urban areas that that would not be the case and so um, trying to meet the needs of the, those individuals they come in thinking this is the need I had this is the need I had this is the need I had this is the need I have what are our volunteers try to do initially is try to see the, the go through the forest to see the trees because it's so overwhelming to these families. And so if we can come down to the one or the two greatest needs that you have, and then try to meet those needs by putting it out to our volunteers. And, and the one thing that one thing that we know is very valuable is if a person feels heard, and feels that there's a connection made, they 
automatically become develop hope. And if we can provide hope, then we have, that is one thing that we have, have provided for somebody. And then if we, after that, we provide hope, we can meet other physical needs and other things like that. Then, um, you know, that that's the best thing we can possibly do. And I think you hit the nail on the head there, Jerry. Um, uh, you know, is it, someone might be saying, well, is a meal going to, you know, solve this? No. Is, is our diapers going to solve this? No. But, um, but, uh, you know, the hope, the hope is what you hold on to that gets you into the door to interview for a job. Absolutely. The hope is what you hold on to when you're looking at maybe taking your life at night mm-hmm. because you can't make it. You don't think you'll you think you failed your family. And I want to I want to just share for the listening audience. There was a study that was done. Fortune magazine shared a report from Prosperity Now that said 40 percent of Americans are one check away from poverty, um, mm-hmm. one check away from poverty. And they go. Wow. What is that? What are we talking about? Well, we're talking about, like you said, unexpected interruptions in your work, being laid off, family illness and not having having three months of emergency income, you know, stored away for these kinds of things. Why? And some people might be saying, well, what? Well, if you're living check to check because you got severe rent burden, you got no money to put away for those three months of emergency. And so if something happens, boom, you're done. So, Nita, what are your thoughts on, you know, this this whole notion of holding on to hope? You have to have something you need something to be able to get through or get to the next phase of what that change could possibly be. That's kind of what holding on to hope does in that sense. Um, And I guess, you know, looking at it from a a Christian standpoint, um, hope is a a very powerful word um, because if you are uh, in spiritual prayer, Hope is the thing that actually is like the glue to the next thing or the answer to a problem that you are experiencing at the time. Um, Without hope, it's, it's kind of a sense of helplessness. And so hope is, 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 there's a very, uh, it's a powerful word in 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 its strength, even though it's you know it's a four letter word hope you know in in some situations it seems aloof, but it really isn't you know hope is really a strong word, a foundational word because hope you know just think about it when you go to bed at night mm-hmm. and you wake up the next morning and you're still here. You're still here on earth, so to speak. It's kind of like that. With hope, it's like the next day or the next thing or the next, the next, the next. Um, That's how I see hope. Uh, It's a it's it's a new it's a lease, an opportunity for change to come about. Yes, it's it's yeah, it's it's it gives life. It it literally more than the bowl of soup. 
it's the thing that can literally sustain our lives is having that hope, having the hope that the Lord is going to come waiting for him, knowing that he will, knowing that he loves us, knowing that he'll meet every need. If his eye was on the sparrow, how much more will it be on us? Yeah. So, so hope is very, yeah, it's, it's a, very it's a powerful, powerful word. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk about how you can get involved in um, give, getting involved in all of these opportunities to give back. And we so appreciate you listening. We'll be right back. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again have been just having a wonderful discussion about different ways, creative ways that we can get involved. We can create hope. We can hold on to hope and we can um, show forth care um, and uh, show forth care, show forth justice, restoration and do it all with a great deal of humility. We're so grateful to have uh, both you, Nita, and Jerry on the show. I wanted to give you an opportunity to share how someone might get plugged into what you're doing. Um, I'll start off with you, Nita. How can people get involved with what South Bay Community Church are do- is doing? Well, um, through our page, our homepage, um, there is the Changing the World piece. And uh, under Changing the World, uh, is the Peace Corps team, and it talks about all of the upcoming projects and initiatives um, that are out there. I am going to uh, probably do an Instagram page uh, for 2023 to be able to talk more about projects and things that are coming up, not only for South Bay Community Church, but also through the missionary experience Um now that things have kind of opened up uh, through COVID, I'm hoping that I'll be able to take a couple teams to uh, Dominican Republic, Grenada, and Belize uh, in 2023, 2024. Um, and so also through some of my Facebook posts, I have put some things out there as well. But mainly a lot of the initiatives that are, we're involved in locally in the Fremont area uh, you can get plugged in by going to our South Bay Community Church um, 
website and looking in the change, uh, changing the world piece, and you'll find exactly some of the things that we're actually doing. Awesome. I see that that is just for listening audience. That's SOBCC.org, South Bay Community Church. So um, there you have it. And if you go under South Bay Resources, there's a lot of great news, events, and classes that are streaming right on the page. Um, but you can learn how you can plug in there. Um, and then, Jerry, how can people get involved with what you are doing with Compassion Network? Well, the best thing for them to do is to go to our website, CompassionNetwork.org. And uh, they can see there uh, the things that are happening with with our network of churches, um, uh, our events that we sponsor, event uh, partnering with churches and what they're doing. And um, there's a way for them on that website to sign up to get our monthly um, e-blast, Compassion Network e-blast. And in that e-blast, they can see all the needs that are represented, the, the, the events that are happening and such like that, and ways to volunteer. And then um, there, in each of the um, various segments of the e-blast, there are ways to um, email us to to get more information and such like that. And um, or they can schedule a time to come in and meet with me. And I'd love to talk to them about volunteering and they can call us at 510-796-7378. Wonderful. I do see here just kind of exciting that you are offering families in need a Thanksgiving meal. And so uh, you can make an appointment uh, for that Monday through Thursday, 930 to 1230, 1 to 4 is what it shows on your office hour distribution dates um, for those turkey dinners are November the 12th through the 13th or November the 19th through the 20th. Woohoo! So that is exciting. Um, and uh Again, just amazing stuff. Um, welcome program for Afghan um, community members, boost um, homework help, just so many beautiful things that you guys are involved in. Thank you again for to both of you for your partnership and helping to beautify our uh, community engagement center. We will have a fun day with all the volunteers to celebrate friends of the center uh, coming up here in December. And Nita will have some more information about that. If you were a part of that, please come out. Um, and then I wanted just to remind you that we have giving Tuesday coming up. Uh, we are spending the month of November asking for support to keep our lights on, to remain love never fails strong. And so um, that is on uh, November the 29th, Tuesday, November the 29th. And I would urge you, if you'd like to um, start a giving campaign on our behalf, reach out to Amina, A-M-I-N-A at loveneverfailsus.com. She has a whole campaign package for you. And we would love your support. No amount is too small. And um, we are going to um, be blitzing with, um, we've got a, a Twitter blitz going on with James Irvine. Um, we're going to be doing some things with Thrivent, um, just a variety of uh, Apple as well. Um, and we need as much help as we can get because we are moving towards 44 beds. Hello? 44 wow, that's beds. Awesome. And we need help. We need help. We're trying to do it. Um, no, we're not trying. We are doing it. Um, and our, you know, our mission, again, is to provide that same hope to people who need it so much. All right. Well, that's it. We're, that's what we have for today. You can learn more about all of this at our web, on our website at loveneverfailsus.com. And, of course, if you haven't heard it before or if you need to hear it again, always remember that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. 
We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.